friend. Hello. This is my the friend. morning of our discontent. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um yeah, I so I actually ended up going to bed after the second period because I was exhausted and I felt like okay, either they're going to keep playing like they've been playing and they're going to win the game or they're going to you know poop the bed so miraculously that I won't want to watch that. And I'm, I woke up, I, I didn't sleep very well. So whenever I checked, I'm sorry to hear that. And no, you know, I it's actually, par for the course, but it's fine. Yeah. I don't, I'm not trying to do that thing where you're like, Oh, that person has a headache. Well, my headache is straight up <laughs> last night. I too witnessed unholy hours tick by like mm. it was a weird night, but yeah, I think it was because of the penguins. To be quite honest with you, that was so multiple so two goal leads. Yeah, multiple two goal leads, and that's been such a theme for them over the course of the last how many seasons since since they were swept by the Islanders in the playoffs in 2019. Oh. I feel like the oh. last time this team was convincingly and consistently good was 2018 like right when they were reigning champs yeah and that's that's a different time at this point it really is a different a different time a different team different gm yes well said on that Mm. on that topic although again here we here we again are with a gm that we've found very good reason to be terrified of yeah he's inept uh which sometimes like the the fear with Jim Rutherford was that he was going to tinker with the team when the team didn't need to be tinkered with Mm. which sometimes it it worked but other times like the Derek Broussard trade it was just not not good too too much forcing square peg round hole thing but the the thing with Ron Hextall is he's not doing anything with a team that very desperately needs to be shaken up and and, and deserves. I mean, mm-hmm. deserves both from the performance side in the way Malkin, Crosby, Latang are playing mm-hmm. the very project that you undertook mm-hmm. for the 22-23 season, but also deserves in the sense of like you made your own bed. And we've been talking yeah. about this. Uh, Danny Shiree said on Twitter this morning that Danny Shiree of DK Pittsburgh Sports said that the conversation of trade all of our worst players for all of their best players has become nauseating to him, and I and I actually can relate to that. Right? Yeah, That's, th- there's because, logic because it is it is, is an impossible yeah. situation. But mm-hmm. what I would how I would alter that is. I feel nauseated by the fact that we need to find a way to trade all of our worst players for all of the, for one of someone else's best players, you know, like there, there can't be a mentality of, well, that simply isn't possible right now. Well, that's not acceptable because we're watching, mm -hmm. we're we're never going to have this group at this level. Again, I'm not telling you, I think there's a solution to get the pens into the Stanley cup final this year, but I also wouldn't, yes, I would have, but I kind of wouldn't have believed there was a way they were going to find a way to lose in such mm-hmm. pyrotechnical fashion 
last night. It was that so was bad. Brutal. Mm-hmm. Brutal. And just when you were sure that it was, you know, it was a Marcus Pedersen turnover that leads to the the first the first New York goal. Okay, but otherwise, and then something else happens, and then some mm-hmm. other system kind of breaks down. Mm-hmm. It is confounding right now. And I get the the whole frustration with people just crying out to trade Dumoulin and Jeff Carter and Kasperi Kapanen for other really great players who would benefit the team. But at this point, he Ron Hextall can't do nothing. He can't just sit there and not try to, to move somebody. Use that first round draft pick. Use the capital that you have. Get smart with it. There's a reason that you're in this position, and it's because ownership felt that you were going to assemble the best team possible. And so far, again, I feel like we're just repeating and repeating and repeating, yeah. but it's the same yeah. thing. Like outside of keeping Crosby, Malkin, and Latang, and then, you know, getting Ricard Raquel, he has done a piss poor job of assembling the best team possible for Mike Sullivan to then deploy the best lines possible so that this team can win and lock down games. They just haven't been able to do that for the longest time. And talking about that first goal for the Islanders, why in the world, first of all, was the puck just sitting on Casey DeSmith's lap while he was in snow angel position? And how did no one know where it was? Besides Anders Lee, why was he the only person who had the wherewithal to be like, oh, hey, the puck, it's on Casey DeSmith's crotch. Let me hit it into the net. All, all I can say there is he's got the C on his chest, and, and those people, regardless yep. of cases like Jacob Truba or something where you, you can't even understand why they allowed that human to be their captain, not mm-hmm. that hockey player, but that person. Yeah, he sucks. Nonetheless, I all I can answer to that is because that's, that's what a – that's what a captain of a team is able to hunt down and find. Otherwise, it almost would have been a like, oh, there it is, cover it up, mm-hmm. whistle. But if it's it's New York, it's the Islanders. Seems almost no matter whether we're playing red, white, and blue or blue, white, and orange in that state. Yeah, it's a it, it's a headache in that building. Those buildings. Yeah, it's look. I said on Twitter last night that I'm predicting the Penguins to miss the playoffs at this point. That's my that's my big non bombshell because yeah you you go in there and I, mean, I I had this magical evening of going skating outdoors at South Park last night and I had my earbuds in and all the kids are out there and the dads are out there and their moms in their penguins hats and I'm the only one who can hear the game because I don't see a lot of other earbuds and I'm listening to the Penguins playing like it's like it's 2016 like they're just mm-hmm. you know. Just That's dominating. How That's how they looked to start the game was that team, the 2016 team. Go ahead. And no, no. And Malkin hadn't even scored, but like all they were talking about was Gino. Oh, if you mm-hmm. could only see Gino right now, he just looks like a man possessed. He's about to go off or whatever. And the results were there uh, uh, on the top line, but I just couldn't wait. He, I, Bork kept saying, Phil Bork kept saying, you just know he's just going to unleash a one-time clapper and the place is just going to be dead inside from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just for all of that magic to to go on this 
that little trip out to New York. And that's a tough game. That's the, ostensibly, it's the tougher of the two matchups versus the Isles in the next three days. And it's almost like, well, if you, it, you've, you've scored four goals in pretty spectacular fashion, you've let in five mm-hmm. in even more spectacular fashion. I just don't know what to say. I don't know how, I don't understand how a Penguins fan is supposed to expect the Pens to beat the Devils tonight. I'm not expecting them to beat the Devils tonight. I They just on, played last night. They yeah. worked really hard. They really did play really hard out mm-hmm. there. In spite of the system failures that led to five goals, a hat trick by Brock Nelson, who is certainly not a fully washed NHLer, mm-hmm. but you can't be letting a hometown veteran favorite on a night when you had them by the throats, mm-hmm. it seemed they were scoring at will. Again, the Anders Lee goal, very fluky. Yeah, it is. It is mind melting to watch it happen in the replays that I've seen. But it's also yeah. okay. I mean, they they might they might just be they might they're gonna get one in their own building to yeah. let them and come it, back from multiple two goalies. And mm-hmm. now you've played last night, and the Devils, to the best of my knowledge, were off. How are you supposed to come home and put performance on? Jack Hughes is coming back tonight. Yeah. Okay, he's 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 somebody with what they call 35 goals. <laughs> like Yeah, he's not he's, he's not a play. bad hockey player. Yeah. No, and he's young. So if they're saying mm-hmm. he's good to go tonight, he's good to go tonight. Yeah. And this team, the Devils, they could they could shrug the Penguins off their back as long as they're kind of humming, as long as they're looking pretty decent. Looking at the record they've got on a back to coming, I don't know. This is like, and yeah. I got tickets to the game tonight, Jordan. And I'm God. like, this is who That's was tough. it? Who was it that said it to us? Was it was it Josh Yoey or Rob Rossi that said the thing about the definition of what a what a fan was? Like, I don't f- remember actually. <laughs> it's like a, fa- a fan. The last part of the definition was someone who that like they keep doing it you continue to support the team, right? Like, uh, yeah. Even when things are tough. Yep. That, that was the part I remembered mm-hmm. more so than who said it, so my apologies. But And that's tonight, right? That's yeah. If you have tickets to tonight's game or if you're thinking about getting tickets to tonight's game, look, whatever your, whatever your thought process is out there, I totally get you because yeah. it's this is a hard moment. I, I don't feel, based on last night, like I any longer have that unintellectual uh, fan feeling that they might just be able, I kind of have a logical feeling now, like they'll miss the playoffs this year. And I'm going to also shut up about it on Twitter. I'm not going to keep going out there and saying it. If you're, if you're like, yeah, that's a little bit of a, you know, that's a little bit of a barrage, a little bit of a reactionary thing that you do. Yeah, it was reactionary because I am a hot headed ass fan Mm -hmm. right now. And that was really hard and traumatizing and like triggering to watch the pens lose in that building to those uniforms and some of those names. I cannot stomach a meal for, you know, if I've had, if I've eaten in the last couple hours and the name Kyle Palmieri comes across my desk, God, I'm I'm, I'm rumbling. Yeah. You're going to see it again soon. You're going to, you're going to see it again soon. That's the title of today's episode. Oh God, Jordan, (laughs) you will, you will drop a dry one. At yeah, least once. 
God. Uh, Honestly, the only way I see this team winning tonight is if Tristan Jari's good to go. And that's still up in the air. Um, I know that he's been skating, but it still doesn't seem like it's a promising return for tonight. And I just don't know. Uh, This team has had a really difficult time, not only preventing goals, but they've had a really hard time maintaining momentum, even when something goes wrong for them. Because, yeah, you know... I I had no part of me was anticipating the Penguins shutting the Islanders out in their arena. So that wasn't a shock to me. I I was expecting it to be like a 4 to 3, 5 to 4 game, yeah. the final score. So that wasn't surprising to me. But the fact that it was always the Penguins who would jump ahead and then make a stupid mistake like Marcus Pedersen, dude, you what are you doing with those passes? Unacceptable. And then Mal- Malkin had one just, too that yeah. almost led to a New York chance. He he passed cross ice as slowly as he could, meaning the the speed of the puck, not his legs. Yep. Into a group of three Islanders who then just turned the action around. Luckily, mm-hmm. Smith makes a save. Like that's vintage. Yep. You know, <laughs> BS is what that is. That it's, and, it's and it's so not deflating. who Gino was on on the whole of the game last night, but it, but it was a bad moment, and it, all it only takes a couple of those. It it does, and one of the trademarks of the back to back cup teams team really it was the same same group of guys. One of the things that was so remarkable about them was that even when they would lose, it always felt like they knew they were going to win. They right like right. Th- in the in the regular season, it was just like that feeling of energy and life and a heartbeat. And in the playoffs, it was like throughout the series, like they might give up a game or two, even like when the Stanley cup finals in 2017, they dropped those two games in Nashville, but it never seemed like that team was like, well, that's it. I guess we're calling it. They were, they were defiant and they essentially communicated by their, by and through their play. No, we're winning this. And it feels yeah. like every single game, even when they win the past few seasons, it's been they're they're kind of like, well, we weren't expecting to win this one. We were we knew we were going to lose. And they're obviously they're not saying that this is all speculation from a fan perspective. But yeah. that's just the vibe that they give off is like they, well, they're there, always playing defeated. And there are some things they they do know, like something we were taught last night in the pregame, Paul Staggerwald talking to Colby Armstrong, they're dropping the fact that Jason Zucker needs a special stool in order to sit down on the bench right now. Mm. So if any, and then they said, well, look, it's coincided his, the return of the stool, the special stool behind the bench for Zook has coincided with a goal slump of X amount of games. Mm. And he was kind of our like main gladiator there for a while he and he's, guy, still, yeah. he's still getting into the hard areas i, I still mm-hmm. thought he skated really well last night and but again that we keep joking about it but he's throwing his body around he's throwing his mm, i'm a penguins fan so i'm really going to try to say this in in a way that shows love for zucker but he's throwing his injury prone body around mm-hmm. sometimes you could say he's a glass jawed Guy, and I don't mean his jaw, although we've had at least two jaw incidents in the last four or five years that I don't want to think about 
in Zach Aston Reese and Teddy Bluger. Mm-hmm. Uh, poor guys. So they, they know that. They know Zucker's hurt. They're looking at the, him sitting on a special seat. Like, and, and he he's he's a huge piece of what is going to make any victory happen for the Penguins this season. Without Jason Zucker, good to go. Who's calling me from McKeesport? Wow, that's just that's just a new thing in my life is that I get junk mail calls from Welcome. 412 numbers. Thanks. Yeah, that's great. And the other thing they know is that Tristan Jari is dealing with a chronic injury. And I'm going to leave the body parts out right now because I haven't talked to a trainer or anything like that. But we're starting to hear things. And it's not mm-hmm. just groin. We're hearing other stuff. We're hearing that he's got, I'm going to go ahead and say it anyway, we're hearing he's got a hip issue and that a lot of the other ancillary injuries are as a result of, now I had I had a problem with my foot one time, okay, I'm going to leave out the specifics, but I had a bad foot injury and I had a hard time putting weight down on one of my feet at one point. I don't want the players in my next beer league team going for that foot. Oh, God. You know, from the podcast. <laughs> no. But because of that, I was having you know, issues in my tendons, like in my knees and my hips, because over the course of a long period of time, I was favoring the good foot. Mm -hmm. It's like James Brown, get on the good foot. (laughs) Or like I was having a back issue after a while because I was leaning to one. And it all stemmed from this non-sports related, bizarre thing that I was having going on with my foot. Okay. It was like, ended up essentially coming down to that as the root reason. And it doesn't matter why. So Somebody tweeted yesterday, maybe hold Tristan Jari back for even longer. Screw it. Because if for any reason you are thinking about bringing him back or if you want him to be a valuable piece in a trade or whatever the case is, I guess that's not really – I'm really talking myself into, into a wall there because never mind. He's not going to be a part of a trade. We're either not going to resign him or we're going to resign him, which it seems yeah. more like the former at this point. I do want to mention the Penguins were not alone we're not alone last night in soul-crushing losses with a 5-4 to four score. Last night in Edmonton, Alberta, the Edmonton Oilers were up 4-1 to one on Oof. our best friends, the New York Rangers. And they lost to the Rangers 5-4 to four in OT on a backhand from Alexis Lafreniere. Yikes. I mean, can you imagine? That is, can I imagine? Oh, I sure can. Mm-hmm. Something like that happened last night. And in fact, Mm -hmm. we didn't even get a point out of it. Yep. Which sucks because that, especially against a division opponent, you. We should wrap this up because you know what? The Pens just got to. If they can pull a win out tonight, it's like I I almost don't know what I want them to do tonight. Mm -hmm. Because in order to win versus Mm -hmm. the Devils tonight, the Penguins are going to have to use and abuse their bodies coming off of this heartbreaker last night maybe i should not overestimate or underestimate rather what a professional athlete like like the pens you know can accomplish maybe by working less frantically and committing a little more to a certain type of a defensive game they can they can continue but i don't know those devils are those devils have lightning in a bottle right now yeah don't they they're sneaky they're sneaky and they uh, talk about teams that consistently give the penguins a hard time that's another one they they really struggle against the devils especially in pittsburgh so it's gonna be an interesting one the scouting trip that ashley and i took out here we stayed in mount lebanon in an airbnb to see two games the first of them was 
what was it like a six to one Devils victory at PPG God. Paints Arena? Sounds about and right. And the next night, the Penguins beat the Rangers one nothing on a Malkin goal. That also we, sounds we, about right. But we couldn't get a ticket, so we watched from Fatheads, which was also a fun nice. experience. Shout out to the Fatheads. Do love Fatheads. All right, Jordan. We got a long Saturday in front of us. Yeah. You got stuff to do. I got stuff to do. It's, you know, the grind. But Godspeed at the game tonight. Um, I really hope they get a win for you and for me, but for you because you're going to be there. My God. Yeah. All right. Yeah. You can watch the game on at and If you want. If you want. <laughs> I, I promise I will be there in person rooting for the pens. What jersey do I go with? I feel like I feel like I'm going Malkin. Because just yeah. like we talked about that that next game, that back to back half, mm-hmm. Gino's gonna show up tonight. So I'll be supporting Giving that my good Malkin. juju. Yeah. Yeah. All right, well have a great rest of your day, Jordan. Hey, you and, too. Uh, everybody out there, let's go pens. Let's go pens.